0: Let's just imagine that Steve Armitage is hosting the broadcast tonight. How would that go, Mike? Oh, thanks, Mark. It's going to be a great series as the Kyrie Flames, a fabulous city, up against Edmonton. Edmonton! Germs! Disease! Sweatpants with good shoes. Don't, Don't bring the hate on Rod. This is all on this end, folks. Be mad at this guy. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Oh, wasn't that something? Hello, everybody. Mike Richards getting the Oilers all upset. <laughs> everybody. We're live from Ace Casino Airport in Calgary, Hotel Creek, Calgary Airport. How could you tell we just went live? Everybody's neck just snapped over here to the bar where we're broadcasting. The sports bars just steps away. We're going to have a lot of fun today. Olympic gold medal curler and member of Team Botcher, Ben Hebert's going to be with us in Hour 1, into Hour 2, in the voice of the Calgary Stampeders Iconic Calgary broadcaster Mark Stevens is going to be with us. But speaking of icons, let's go to the NHL's Bermuda Triangle where the <laughs> snow is probably still uh, blowing. It's settled in here in Calgary. I heard them saying a while back, it looks like Christmas outside. Did you? What? April 20th. How about that, Moose? Oh, well, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. How about that? Uh? It, it feels so
1: like Christmas inside. You know, when I have the hot coffee and I'm walking around and the snow is covering the windows and it's feeling cold outside. It feels like like a white Christmas. So you know what? Whatever. Enjoy it. Uh, watch a couple movies. Do your thing. Have some extra chocolates and, and go to town.
0: It could be a lot worse. Alright. Let's yes. hit the quick six show horn directly. <laughs> Because this ain't the weather network. Uh, We're broadcasting live on Game Plus Television, the streams, and WQEE, the fringe radio network down there in Georgia. We're going to open up with hockey, of course, because it is Canada after all. Four more fabulous games in the NHL on Wednesday night. Clem Costin scored a game-winning goal early in the third period as the Edmonton Oilers hung on for a 4-2 win over the LA Kings in Game 2, tying the series 1-1. Edmonton led 2-0 early. Looking like they'd run away. L.A. stormed back to tie it. And then the Orders pulled away. Game three Friday in Tinseltown. Uh, We watched it. I assume you did, Moose. Uh, There was a very large portion of me going deja vu, obviously. But the Orders weren't going to get caught with their pants down again. So they're 1-1 going to L.A. I wonder how it plays out the rest of the way. It's now a best of five. The Orders are clearly the better team. And I don't think they're going to look back again.
1: You? I'm with you. I don't think they're going to look back, but, you know, anything can happen. And that's the thing about this LA Kings team. They've got enough veteran savvy with the Kopitars and the Dowdies. They've got enough skill up front that they can steal games. And so when they go back home, they've got a great fan base. They're going to have a full building. It's going to be loud. They're going to be all over McDavid, which they were, you know, in other games there. Um, so anything can happen, but you're right, the Oilers are absolutely the better team. And it was big for them to come out after having their backs against the wall a little bit after 40 and pull out the win in the third period. So I think they've taken a step forward. And really, that sometimes sets you up for a bit of an ugly game the next one where they may put, you know, four, five, six on the board um, pretty early against LA in game three.
0: I think they're very much capable of that. And I want to tell folks, you know, I haven't said this for a long time on this show, by, for the way of a roadmap the rest of the way on this show, Moose is going to be with us for the first two segments for 40 minutes. Then he's done for the day. Then Benny Hebert's going to come in for three segments. And then Mark Steven to close out the show. But I want to, I want to say something. We had a I see Kevin, the medium has checked in. He's on the staff of the RP show. Now I just want to say something. The U S viewers and audience have checked in and they said, y'all can keep the snow. They're not interested in having this. They're like, sounds nice. You do you. That's what the Americans are saying. And what's cool about this is the reason I bring this up, and this is why it's the Rod Peterson Show, not Sports Center. We'll get back to sports in a second. But it's my stories that are a lot of fun. So we had, Kevin and I had lunch yesterday with Naeem, one of the owners here. He and his brother. It's a family-run business. And I've told a few of my friends since, you're one, Darren, about how that meeting went. Well, they're not just into casinos. They're like, we have a couple of hotels in Tennessee. We have a tequila distillery in Mexico. We have this. He was, I was a corporate lawyer in New York for six years. We have a venture capital company. They're all over the place. And he thinks it's really hella cool that we're on a radio station in Atlanta, Georgia, where, by the way, Calgary is a world-class city. So if you're looking to get out of that southern heat in the summer, maybe come on up to the foothills and stop by Ace Casino Airport. Right? He, he gets it. Because he's like, we're into something all over the place. I'm like, I get you, brother. (laughs) Us too. It's exciting. So uh, how I started that is everybody's saying you could have the snow. Although Landry in Billings, Montana, says uh, it's snowing in Billings, Montana today. I guess we're just going from winter to summer. Ain't that something? Anyways, back on track. I'm not going to go as deep into the other NHL games from last night. Other than to say Jesper Faust scored an overtime goal as Carolina beat the Islanders 4-3. But lost forward Tebow Tervan, ain't into a broken hand in the process. Florida upset Boston 6-3 on the road. That series is 1-1. And I didn't see it coming. And I guess the Panthers can probably... I don't know. I don't know. I wrote them off twice. I wrote them off in December. I wrote them off going into the series. I'm starting to wonder, is the unthinkable possible? That now is a best-of-five, Moose. And I, that, that was the best you're going to see of the Florida Panthers. My phone was blowing up last night. They're like, what's going on? I said, I think they're playing a little bit above their head. You know what? That can happen. They played a wide-open style. They broke it open last night, and Boston couldn't play that style with them. I wonder if that can
1: continue. It can. You know, I, I, I still think Boston's not going to be panicking over this. Um, I still think they're the better team in the series, but... You know, Mm -hmm. Florida figured out how to win and how to beat Boston. And we talk about paths to victory. They found a pretty good one, right? Just let it all hang out and just go, go, go. And it worked. And a lot of guys there that have a little chip on their shoulder, right? I mean, yeah, you know, Lions playing in goal and not Bobrovsky, but Kachuk's got a little chip on his shoulder. Eric Stahl's another veteran. He scored last night. A guy who has a cup run with Carolina and hasn't won in a long time, right? So, you know, a guy who's hungry. Um, I think maybe this group might be getting it back on track and, you know, might be putting a scare into the Boston Bruins. So we'll see how they follow it up. But uh, that was some signs of life.
0: Well, overall, and they're showing the highlights here right now, it got rough in that game. Sergey Brabovsky is on the bench. Alex Lyon is playing. You got, <laughs> this is what I love about the playoffs. It is a new season. You've got $10.5 million sitting on the bench in Sergei Brobovsky, and you're going with a rookie. <laughs> okay, you would not see that in football. You would not see that in the NFL. You would not put Aaron Rodgers on the bench in a playoff game for Jordan Love. You just, you just don't do that. But Paul, Mar- Paul Maurice is going with a guy that clearly they have more faith in. And speaking of goalies, which I love analyzing the goalies, the Dallas Stars avoided going down 2-0 to the Minnesota Wild. They beat many 7-3, and Mark andre Fleury was on the hook for all seven games, I, our goals. I wonder why, because Gustafson was the backup last night. I don't know why Dean Everson would go away from him. I didn't watch any of that game. I was locked in on Panthers Bruins at my buddy's house and then came home to watch the Orders Kings. Uh, did you spend any time watching the Wild
1: and Stars? A little bit, and you're right, because Marc-Andre Fleury was on the bench in Game 1, right? Didn't play. Yes. Um, why? You know, it wasn't a back-to-back night situation. You had the day off in between. Um, unless that was always the situation that they were each going to get a start and then see where you go from there, but um, all the momentum that you had, you had grabbed from Game 1, gone. So I don't really know what that decision was all about, but I can't imagine that Marc-Andre Fleury's in the in between the, the pipes for Game 3.
2: We are
0: very big in Manitoba in terms of uh, viewers and listeners, as you know. And Randy in Winnipeg says, the snow is gone already. They're a little bit east of you, Moose. So they're they're, they're informing you that the the snow is not there to stay. So that's the positive thing. And he says, why didn't the Wild start Gustafson? Right? That's what I'm saying. James in board in Manitoba says Boston won all year to get their home ice advantage, and Florida took it from them last night that's a fact and uh, john in edmonton says is the winnipeg ice moving just hang on that's my sixth point of the quick six so you're just going to have to hang on we will address that situation and why that's come up Nine zero two five one eight thirty thirty three is the text number to reach me in the studio set right here at ace casino airport calgary by the way, check out the Couples' Staycation Package at Hotel Clique Calgary Airport. Rates starting from 179 Includes a $40 voucher for tonic kitchen and bar, plus a bottle of sparkling wine. Chef's Delight, plus a late checkout of 2 p.m. For a complete description of our theme suites, visit You, I got a tour of those theme suites.
2: They're pretty wild. That's all I will say. i heard. Uh, and <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo. Let's put it this way.
0: I've never needed a re- remote control for my bed until this point in my life. Staying <laughs> at the Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport. I'm not joking.
2: I couldn't figure it how out. About <laughs> how about that? How about uh,
0: How about the poll question today for Key Auto Group? Key Chevrolet Buick GMC is celebrating its springtastic event with. financing on up to 60 months for the 2023 Buick Envision. Conditions apply. Go to Keshav.com for details. Before we move on to other sports, this pertains to the NHL. How do you feel about the three-game suspension to the Leafs' Michael Bunting? Was it too harsh? Is it too light? Or is it just right? Said Goldilocks. 54% of you saying it's just right. Three games for the old chicken wing elbow the other night in game one. 54% Fifty-four percent saying it's just right, thirty-eight percent saying it's too harsh, and eight percent saying that uh, it's too light. So that is the thing. Michael Bunting as Canada will be eating in the press box at Scotiabank Arena for the next few games, and uh, hoping that this series goes long enough for him to return. Okay, uh, your thoughts on that before we switch
1: gears, Moose? I got to stay with too harsh because. When we were talking yesterday, I thought it would be one to two games. I thought it would be, be probably two games, if I had to guess. So based on my prediction, a little too harsh, but really not. I mean, at the end of the day, they want to send a message. They want to get headshots out of the game. It was unnecessary. So I'm okay with it, but I would have voted a little bit too harsh by a game. Of course, you're a Lee's fan.
2: Of course. Your opinion, you shouldn't even be allowed to vote. Um, you asked.
0: I think that it's. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm voting good that
2: it's. One, Rod. The... Thanks, Rick Regan. Um, to the baseball, Luis
0: Garcia tied a career high with nine strikeouts in seven shutout innings. Jeremy Pena capped a six run eight and, uh, with a three run homer. And the Houston Astros defeated the Toronto Blue Jays 8 1. Blue Jays starter Jose Barrios surrendered two runs on three hits with three three strikeouts in seven innings. That's the first series the Blue Jays have lost since uh, St. Louis at the start of the year. Point three. Brooke Lopez scored 25 points. Drew Holiday added 24. And the hot-shooting Milwaukee Bucks withstood Giannis Antetokounmpo's absence while trouncing the Miami Heat 138-122, tying their Eastern Conference first-round playoff series at a game-eat. Kitchener's Jamal Murray scored 40 points to lead the Denver Nuggets past the Minnesota Timberwolves and take a two 0 series lead. And Memphis Grizzlies down the L.A. Lakers 103 93. That series is tied one one. How about this from NFL Canada? I'm getting all these interesting emails from football leagues. I'm getting. In, I'm like, why am I getting emails from the XFL? I haven't watched a game all year. I get an email from NFL Canada, and I want you to listen up, Moose and everybody. They've got from this email from NFL Canada. Number one, they said Canadian football history could be made at this year's draft with the number of Canadians selected. With five players invited to this year's combine and a total of seven Canadians who have officially declared for the NFL draft this year, the previous record of four Canadian players selected in both 2021 and 2014 is just waiting to be broken.
2: And they're offering an NFL draft challenge. If you correctly pick the first, how many picks do they think you got to get right in the first round to win a $100 gift
0: card? I think it's to the NFL Canada shop. I'm like, there's no way you could do this. I I don't, unless you're Mike Mayock or uh, Mel Kuyper. But
2: how many picks do you think they're asking you to nail to win a $100 gift card from NFL Canada? 10. 15. Whoa. Whoa. That's I know. not easy. Dude, I would be stumped at one. Because yes. we don't know.
0: That's right. <laughs> is it Bryce Young or CJ Stroud? Or are you like the Florida quarterback? Like, so, at NFL Canada right now, I got this email from them. They said, uh, if you correctly pick the first 15 picks of the NFL draft, which, incidentally, round one is a week from tonight, you're not going to automatically win a $100 gift card, but you'll go into a, a draw for a $100 gift card. Do you, do you think, people, that you could do that, audience? Because I don't even know who. Well, I would take Bryce Young number one
2: overall because I'm an Alabama fan, Alabama guy. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks the school's ever had. So who do you think will go number one overall? Like, if I pick Bryce Young and they go with yeah. C.J. Stroud,
0: I'm, all of a sudden my bracket's busted. That would be the biggest bad beat of all time from Bet Regal.
2: Like, how many what happens if correct a picks do you think you could make? Right? What if there's a trade well,
1: happens? Yeah. And there's a lot of talk call it about gambling. the number three pick being up in the air <laughs> in terms of a trade, teams moving up. My Titans at number 11 are looking at trading up or down. So, like, that's going to happen. Um, at the end of the day... I don't know. I, I would take, I'm with you. I'd take Bryce Young first overall. I think Bryce Young is going to go first overall, go to Bet Regal, and I, I'm going to put some change down on that because I think it will be Bryce Young. The media is spinning CJ Stroud, whether it's his testing. They talked about him um, ghosting the Mannings. Did you see that one, the Manning camp? He had committed to the Manning passing academy, and then the night before the academy just ghosted them, and they never showed up, and they are texting him. So there's that, and people are starting to question C.J. Stroud's character. you got other people saying he's a good leader. So I think Bryce Young is going to go first overall.
0: Well, I could have told you that. Uh, Carlos in Indianapolis says 15 picks in a row. I'd be surprised to see 1% of all the mock drafts get at least 15 picks right. Well, that's what NFL Canada is offering right now. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, the NHL tonight, the Western Hockey League maybe moving to Lloydminster. They're getting a brand-new arena there and uh, whatever else you folks would like to discuss. Betty Hebert is in the house. He'll be with us later on in Hour 1. Mark Stephen, the voice of the Stampeders, at Hour 2. We're live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Cleet, Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE, the Fringe Radio Network.
3: There's a look at Ace Casino
0: Airport, now open. By the way, UFC 288, May 6th. Viewing party right here in the Ace Casino Airport Sports Bar. All UFC pay-per-view events are on the 40-foot digital screen here at Ace Casino Airport. Uh, Darren Moose DuPont is with us. One more segment, then he gone. Ben Hebert coming up. He's right here beside me. And Mark Steven coming up. And hour we're to the voice of the Calgary Stampeders. I don't know what to say about this, I have to, but I do have to say something about the NFL. Yes, we're on the air in Atlanta, which is an NFL market. We're on in 31 U.S. states. The second I brought up this NFL draft contest from NFL Canada, the, the comments are going crazy. Um, Landry in Billings, Montana says, I read where Mel Piper has a 25% success rate in the first round. He knows about as much as you and I do. <laughs> I bet you there's a lot of NFL general managers that have about a 25% success rate. It's it's not easy. Everybody thinks it's so easy. Darren, I'd be right. very interested. And if I was going to enter this NFL Canada contest where you got to correctly name the first 15 picks, I would just steal somebody's mock draft. I don't have any idea. It would be like, it's like a flipping March Madness bracket.
1: Pretty much. Pretty much. And one trade, you know, I mean, you can still pick the, the picks in order no matter what, if, even if there's trades, but one trade could throw the whole thing off. Because then your guy gets taken and everybody's draft board gets thrown out of whack. And then everybody's picks change. You know, it's, uh, that's the wild part of it. We've seen this. Uh, very hard to predict.
0: Uh, Wayne in Victoria, BC says, no way I could even pick one. Hello. That's the point. If you screw up the first one, your bracket's busted. And I think there's a very good chance of that happening. Darren Workman watching in Utah says, Anthony Richardson from Florida has all the looks of Jamarcus Russell the Raiders quarterback from LSU. Uh, I wouldn't be bragging about that. So we'll move on from there. Uh, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says the top 15 are very hard. Yes, they are. That's the whole idea, as my friend Johnny Athens would say. Before we move on to the WHL story that everybody wants to talk about here, SJHL fans, get your tickets now for the SJHL raffle. For your chance to win a brand new Polaris side-by-side. Tickets are available now at sjhlraffle.ca. And are on sale until April 23rd. Tickets are one for $25, three for $60, or ten for $100. All proceeds from the raffle support the SJHL and its member teams. That's sjhlraffle.ca. Don't wait. Get your tickets today. My fifth point was the NHL tonight. I'm just going to pause that for a second. Darren, we'll come back to that. And by the way, and then I'll get into that. With Meat here, Benny Hebert. Yeah. He also said he was in the Grand Slam last week. It was in Brampton, right? Yeah. Brampton? Maple Leaf Gardens? Oh, yeah, yeah. The old uh, Leafs place. Okay. He said Bo Levi came to watch him there. So we got some stuff to get to, to sort with Meat. Nice. But I want to I implore everybody to check out Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport's all-inclusive wedding packages. Fly and gather in one location. Enjoy your moment and cancel the stress with our convenient location for family and friends. All-inclusive packages starting in just seventy-nine ninety-five. What? Contact Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport for details. So, I don't have a link to this story. I can do it off the top of my head because I've been following this story for a while. They just announced Wednesday the city of Lloydminster the federal government, and the provincial government. Provincial government of Sask, by the way, I believe. Yeah, because Donnie McMorris, my high school driver's ed teacher. How about that? Note, and announcing that they're putting in tens of millions of dollars just from the province of Sask and Ottawa for a $105 million multipurpose facility. It looks beautiful. It's the top item running right now at rodpeterson.com. Now, it only holds $2,500 for hockey. It'll hold 4,500 for with floor seating. And it's got people talking about because the Winnipeg ice may have to leave Winnipeg, would they land in Lloyd Minster? I just quick little Google search, Google doctor population of Lloyd Minster. We were surprised to know 30,000 people. That's enough for a WHL team. Maybe that would be a good poll question today. Should the Winnipeg Ice move Deloitte and could the city support it? Yes, yes, from me. Where are you on that?
1: Yeah, I've been, you know, looking into this arena project and, the, and all the different options that were on the table, um, you know, and, and some of the different, you know, scenarios. Looks like it's going to be great. I think if it's 2,500 seats, unfortunately, I don't think that's an option. For a whl team and i know it's worked in markets i know it happens in swift and they survive there and i know what happens you know cranbrook i don't think was very big i don't remember what their capacity was in cranbrook and i know you know they're doing pretty well with what they're doing in junior a hockey but um lloyd great community spent lots of time there um there's yeah, me you too. know, depending on what the oil and gas industry is doing at the time there's money sponsorship dollars you kind of maybe have the opportunity to engage two provinces a little bit with partnerships and funding in whichever way you go that way. Um, I would like to see them, though, look look really hard at this arena project if you're going to put that much money into it to make sure you've got 5,000 seats for hockey. If you can do 5,000 seats, I think you've got a really good opportunity to be successful.
2: Well, these renderings, these uh, draft blueprints are... You can wave
0: a wand, make it a bigger arena. And that's the question, by the way. What's Moose Jaw Not even 4,000. So, you know, why wouldn't you make it 5,000? Why would you limit yourself? That's the age-old conundrum. You got Commonwealth Stadium at Edmonton. They only needed needed 10,000 seats last year for Elks and Eskimos games. You know? So you don't want to build it too big. But the other thing is Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, Winnipeg, they all have Western Hockey League teams. And they do draw fairly well. But trust me, we're sitting here in Calgary. Those teams get lost in the market where Moose Jaw, Prince Albert, Swift Current, Medicine Hat, Red Deer. That's the show, baby. In those towns. So 20 seasons I worked in the Western Hockey League, and quite often we were driving between Edmonton and Saskatoon all the time, passing Lloyd. Why aren't we playing here? The home of Braden Holtby. It's a great town. So I would vote in favor of the WHO going there and being the biggest show in town, but
2: uh, that's just me. From Kurt on streaming, he writes that he says, Rod Moose has 30,000 people
0: and currently there were empty seats during playoff games. I don't want to get into it.
2: I don't want to start a jihad. Holy war on that. What are you saying? What are you saying? They're, yeah. they're playing in Winnipeg in a rink with, that holds 1,500 people
0: right now. So to go to Lloyd for 2,500, what's the difference? Especially if you're going to sell it oh. out. I don't actually well, see a downside to it.
1: No, and Swift Current's got, what, 18,000 people in the surrounding area? And they, give, they put 2,500 people yeah. in their building. When you engage the community and you put a good product on the ice, you know, and... Yeah, for whatever reason, you know, they're not drawing yet in Mushan and selling out the building. But there's still a lot of energy. There's still a lot of people going to those games and paying attention. And the further they go, the more people will come. That's how it works. I
0: like, I like this from Jeff, the Stamps fan. He says, make it 18,000 seats and we may see the Lloydminster Flames. How about that? <laughs> well, they need a new arena. <laughs> Uh, Jen says, by the way, Regina will be included in this convo next year. No Connor Bedard. The seats will be empty. Let's just worry about today. We'll swing this around to tonight's games in the National Hockey League. Our television partner is anchored in Toronto. Game plus. Um, That city will be on edge all day in advance of game two tonight. Leafs and Lightning. I'm sure you've been watching all, all the coverage. Moose, you don't need to. You're a Leafs fan. What
1: do you expect tonight, and what do you think they need to do? Well, I I think they need to win win tonight, but they need to have a good start. They need, you know, and and I worry about the teams, because I'm very much like, you know, it's not black and white. It's not finite. You know, if they don't win tonight, the series isn't over. I'm not that guy that says it's over. But I do think they need to win. I do think it's really important that they score first and just get everything moving in the right direction, have some confidence early. But, again, just be smart. You know, dumb things like the bunting play, you know, not being ready to play off the start. Just settle down, be smart, have fun. It'll be a good game tonight. I was
0: having a visit with a hockey friend of mine last night watching the games, and both he's on one couch, I'm on the other. His wife's in the middle. And
2: we're just talking about coaching. Like, why would you want the coach? Young men do dumb things. That person just laughed. Why would you want to coach? (laughs) And then further on, we're like, why would you want to scout? You know what I'm like? It's no thanks. I know. I guess the money's good. The money's good. Now, that's about the only reason. But I,
0: particularly junior hockey, because I was around it for so long, I said to those coaches, you want to put your fate in the hands of 20 teenage boys. Okay, good luck.
1: Yeah. And uh well, and then the interesting thing what yeah, go ahead. Jump in. No, I mean, that's the thing about coaching. Like I told you I was hanging out in Pilot Butte watching uh, you know, Drew Cooser's Pilot Butte Storm in Game 7. And you know, he's done a great job with that program as the coach GM now and and uh leading them to a title, but it's Game 7 and he's nervous and I said, "Drew, nothing you can do now. Have fun. Enjoy it. Most people don't get to be in this situation of Coaching a game seven, and what do you know? They won the game, right? And they had a lot of fun, fun doing it. But you should it's send stressful, them a bill, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's stressful when you when you have no control over what's happening on the ice. So I just
0: called up the Wikipedia of one Ben Hebert, and it's long,
2: dude. Fifteen Briar appearances. Did you know that? that? 15!
0: Okay? How about that? Four world championship appearances, twice in the Olympics, won a gold, 13 How about that? grand slam victories. How about that? The internet has literally run out of room running oh, down the accomplishments no. of Ben Hebert. The Tiger Woods of curling, as I once called, and I think he likes that. <laughs> but my point is. Uh, not being ready to go in, in game one for the Leafs, like I don't have confidence that they're confidence they're going to be ready to go in game two. Why would you? You yeah. know, <laughs> like there's only more pressure on them now.
1: It's worse. So You're right.
0: it's worse. Yeah, it's worse. So good luck with that, Moose. I'm sorry to put you in a bad mood, uh, sending you off for the day. But enjoy the hockey yeah. tonight. A great job here in the warm up.
1: Thank you. I'll be riddled with anxiety now till game time. <laughs> All right,
0: Olympic gold medalist, world champion curler Ben Hebert joins us next, hockey and football alum too. And Mark Stephen coming up in hour two, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders. We will be talking CFL, NFL, NAFL, NHL with Mark. We're live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Clique Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network, streaming,
2: and WQEE and the Fringe Radio Network.
0: it's uh, seniors day how about that here at ace casino airport that's every tuesday and thursday seniors can enjoy discounted food items along with a chance to win your share of cash and prizes with a lucky roll of the dice ben hebert joins us we read off his bio before we went to the break benny we're not quite in that seniors category but you're looking around this would be a decent place to
4: be a senior this is beauty it's right in my wheelhouse man the seniors that's where i shine curling demo is that right you can't wait to be a senior hey well i think i can hold off a little longer but if i roll through the casinos and the old folks homes that's kind of my it's kind of my demo where i'm a superstar for sure
0: (laughs) that's your demo exactly look but honestly
4: we've uh, benny you're such a great guy you've come on our shows wherever we've been but this one here is impressive eh this is really nice yeah you know i haven't been here yet i know it's kind of new but Close to my house. I live in Chestermere. close to the airport. But yeah, it's super nice in here. And I could see myself having a beverage in here at some point, watching some sports. Pretty nice.
0: Ace Casino Airport is the spot. And yeah, it just opened in November. I get that bright light out of there your you face go. there. there you is go. that a little
4: better? That's a little better. Yeah, there you go. Uh,
0: tell me about your weekend Grand Slam. Are we okay about talking about what went on in Toronto?
4: Grand oh, Slam yeah. and curling? Hey, man. The world of curling's tough. I mean, we were, uh, we were third in the world going in. 1-6, to 1-7, to seven, it's tight, man. Like... Sweden, Scotland, Gushu, Dunstone, um, Italy, Switzerland, and none of them won. Cooey wins. My old skip, Kevin Cooey won. Yes. But no, we didn't make the playoffs. We had a decent little week. Had to, win last, had to win our last game to get in a little tiebreaker action and we lost. So, disappointing week in Toronto, but, uh, you know, had, a, had an overall, had a decent season with the new guys. A lot of learning to do. I mean, we're, we're still, as much as experienced as I am, you know, my skip's 30 years old. Young guy. Yeah works his butt off, you know, love the guys. Everyone works hard, but, we, you know, we got we had some growing pains and got nowhere to go but up, so uh, f- future's bright. We do have a lot of
0: sports topics to get to with Ben, but for now, he's a curler first, and I just want to talk about that. You, you said your season is coming to an end, but it's not over.
1: See, you gotta... look,
4: I got fans.
0: Look, look at that, see? Told you. How about this? we are should... my people. I know, Benny. <laughs> I know. But, oh, can you see? Oh, yeah, she went off camera there. There you uh, go. She so doesn't, doesn't want to be on no, no, Can- you. are good. Can we wait till a commercial? Brand's adoring fans <laughs> all over him here at Ace Casino Airport. <laughs> Just slide around behind him there. Say, hey, give him a wave. Were... Well, we are live.
4: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. How about that? <laughs> Everyone switches
0: teams. It's okay. <laughs> oh, well, does it bother you when you see Kui Co- 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 Winnie's
4: no. close friends, Hell right? On, no. Kevin, me and Kevin are great friends. I sent yeah. him a text after congratulating him and. Uh you know, he's a great, great player and good friend. And, you know, we, we, we won so much together that, you know, we had a great season. You know, actually, he didn't really have that good of a season. Had a great finish the season. So no, I'm happy for Kev. It's all good. We're going to battle for the next few years. And we're going to have a pint together afterwards, 100%. Well,
0: they're going to be very excited in the Queen City when we talk about this. You're heading home for a big one. You're smiling already. You oh, love yeah. curling there in Regina.
4: Oh, yeah, it's the best. I mean, I just like going, you know, I'm from Regina and I love it. I got lots of family there. I do, I'm really uh, in love with my new place that I live in, Calgary and Chestermere. I always thought maybe one day I'd head back home to live, but I think I'm pretty much in Albertan now for life. However, I do love going home and visiting, and favorite thing to do there, obviously, is curl and, and see my old friends and family come out who, you know, as you get older, everyone gets busier and kids, and you don't get to see everyone play as much anymore. I remember we used to go to Briar's, and, you know, my parents, my grandparents, my cousins, my friends, they'd all fly to wherever we were at the Briar. Now, like... You know, everybody has two, three kids and their own program going on. So so to be able to play at home and, um, you know, my, my company that I work for is out of there. We're doing a big client night with Caltech one day, too. So that yeah, should be sweet to go home and play, see a bunch of familiar faces. And end of the season, it, it did snow there this morning, which I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> and yesterday. I'm wearing my Royal Regina shirt. I thought maybe we could go tee it up at the Royal or maybe even head to the Waz and play. But it doesn't look like we're going to be able to golf. So I'm just going there to curl. That's it. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to going home for a week. You're not going to get anywhere near the golf <laughs> course this week. Um, what do we know about the field for this Grand Slam event? Yeah, it's stacked. So it's 12 teams. So you have to win a major event throughout the season to get in. You have to win a tournament. There's only really six majors. There's the five Grand Slams and the Briar and the World Championship. And then they, they go down to the tour list from there. So like Cooey wins the Players' Championship last week. He's not even in. There's two cut off date. So, you know, everybody's there. Gushu's there, top team in Canada. Dunstone had a good season. They're there um all the european teams it's going to be it's best on best uh, for some good cash we're playing at the cooperators where the cooperators one is it called they with the cougars play those mm-hmm. seating on the one side so yeah it's good we played a slam there i think in 2017 years ago and haven't been back since so no it's going to be good it's interesting that you talk about uh, your career and where you're going to live and in a way your sports
0: mortality you're not a guy that lives with regrets, but I, I think you'd like to represent Saskatchewan at a briar at some point. And the reason I'm bringing this up is, would you like to see the rules changed, like I would, that you would qualify as a Saskatchewan Skip based on the fact you grew up there? Do you know what I mean?
4: <laughs> I what? don't know if I'm good enough to be a Saskatchewan Skip. they got Stop. some players there now. But, you know, when I, when I retire from competitive, competitive curling, like every weekend on the road, touring, going to Grand Slams, trying to win world championships... If there may be an opportunity to go to Saskatchewan honestly and just play playdowns only, I'd have to look at the landscape and see if they had a whole bunch of stacked teams there, like me not practicing all year and then going into Sask Playdown. Now, this year they had a big upset team that won. Do I think I could have maybe skipped this year and played with some guys and maybe fluked a victory? 100%. Um, you know, my brother and my Kidbe cousins always grill me about going home and, and playing playdowns when I'm done in like a... Never say never, but I can promise you that is so far down my list of things to do that I haven't really thought about it too much.
0: Right. And by that point, you might be a senior or a master's.
4: But but if they change the rules, you wouldn't have to worry about that. Well, I can play out of Saskatchewan no matter what, because I was born there. So they have a birth rate rule. That's still the same. So wherever you live, plus wherever you kind of were born and played your junior career. So I can play out of Sask any time. Well, Rachel Holman's my favorite female curler now, and she's in St. Paul, Alberta based on that rule like women's is the same yeah rule. women's the same yeah yeah so she plays out of Ontario she was born there but yeah she lives in Edmonton okay yeah
0: anything else on the curling front before we switch gears
4: because you uh, can talk about everything he's a very talented no, guy I mean no it's been a good year it's been a, it's been a crazy year with all the team changes and, and new stuff and um, you know we had uh, I mean curling's getting tough there's a lot of good teams the, the world teams are like I mean we're like we're top six in the world right now and the gap between one and six very small We beat, you know, you beat Gushu and, you know, he's the top team in Canada right now. And then you lose to Italy and you beat Switzerland and you lose to Sweden. I mean, there's no easy games anymore. If you win, well, here, here's how I'll put it. So there's five majors, right? Five Grand Slams on Mm -hmm. the men's side and the women's side. Ten different winners. Five different teams won the Grand Slams this year heading into Regina. What would you call
0: that? Parody, I guess?
4: Or... Big-time big parody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the NFL, man. It's like, it's like NHL hockey. You see all the, the road teams won, what, six out of eight games game one? That's how curling is. I wouldn't want to be betting on it, I'll tell you that. It's very tough. It used to be kind of easy. Predict the winner, getting very tough. But you know what? That makes it awesome. It's competitive. I'm a competitive guy. I don't, I don't get too excited about going over there and rolling over teams and playing in club events against knee sliders. I got no interest. You know, going to the big events, arena, <laughs> Toronto, Regina, playing teams that are just as good of you, and whoever the better man is that day, that I gets I me excited. Curling only in this segment.
0: Can you answer a couple questions rapid-fire from the audience? Stuart. do it. Ted, quick. Ted, and, Ted and Red Deer. Hey, Ben, do you ever think about playing doubles?
4: No. Too busy. i got my own kids. Doubles' great game. Not for me.
0: Colin in Ottawa, what does Ben think of the Canadian Olympic curling trials going to a best-of-three final?
4: yeah, I think it's great. Um, I don't think there's any any reason uh, if, if there's an undefeated team that runs the round robin table, you know, undefeated and they lose that first game of a sudden death to a six and two team or a five and five and three team. I think it's good to have the the extra game. no problem. okay, so that's just a smattering of it. We'll get to more of
0: your questions when we come back. a sports update. Ben Hebert, good enough to join us here at Ace Casino Airport. Mark Steven coming up an hour to the voice of the Stampeders. We're live on game plus television. The Streams and WQEE and the Fringe Radio Network.
2: Uh-huh.
0: RP show continues. By the way, check out the couple staycation package at Hotel cleek Calgary Airport. Rates starting from one hundred seventy nine dollars a night. Includes a forty dollar voucher for Tonic Kitchen and Bar, plus a bottle of sparkling wine, chef's delight, and a late check out time at two p.m. For a complete description of our theme suites, visit hotelcleek.ca A sports update before more with uh, Ben Hebert, Toronto Maple Leafs coach Sheldon Keefe. Said Ilya Samsonov will again start Game 2 tonight after allowing six goals on 29 shots and getting pulled Tuesday night in Game 1 against Tampa. The Lightning won that Game 7-3. Game 2 tonight at Scotiabank Arena. The underdog Winnipeg Jets can take a 2-0 series stranglehold over the Golden Knights with a win in Vegas tonight. Elsewhere, Seattle's at like Colorado, and the Rangers are at the Devils, New York, and Seattle lead one game to none. And the NBA has three games on tap tonight as the first round of the playoffs you? Defending champ Golden State Warriors look for their first win as they entertain Sacramento in Game 3. The Warriors will be without suspended forward Draymond Green. Also, Philadelphia carries a 2-0 series leading to Brooklyn. And Kevin Durant and the Phoenix Suns visit Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers. That series is tied 1-1. This sports updates for Landmark Cinemas. Enter to win a movie night out at Landmark Cinemas. For movie lovers only, all you have to do is text MOVIES to 902 518 to be entered. Ben Hebert is here. We're three nights into the Stanley Cup playoffs. What are your early uh, returns?
4: Yeah, I followed it as much as I could. I threw a little little, little wager out the other night and got killed. Um, well, <laughs> I watched the Oilers game. Obviously, you know, being in Alberta and watching McDavid, I watched them last night. They should they should be up two not to two nil in that series. They've had really good starts. Kind of let the let the foot off the gas a little bit. But I think the one thing that you know, pops out of me. as no different than what I was talking about. The parody in the NHL playoffs is crazy. Yep. Anyone can win. Hard to pick a winner. <laughs> Man, is it hard to pick a winner. Like, um, even, even that uh, Long Island-Carolina series is 2 nothing. could easily be 1-1. Easily be like, the Kraken, my buddy there, Jordan. I watched the Kraken's game because I was watching Jordan. You know, they upset the first game. Uh, that was a big upset. I actually didn't think that they were going to... Huge hang in there that well. I know they had a good season and and obviously watching Jaden Schwartz, another good Regina guy. But um yeah, they look good. I mean the whole the whole eagles it's like a couple block shots, a little tip in here, one bad save, one big save. Anything can happen. Tough tough to pick a winner and I have no idea who's gonna win by the way. <laughs> you like to you like to play though, right? You like to bet? I dabble. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean keeps me interested and I, I follow a little bit, but I'm I'm 0 for two so far on my NHL bets.
0: Well just being in a pool, which by the way you still got time to sign up for ours uh, you can click the link in our Twitter feed to sign up for free, our Stanley Cup playoff pool. But one thing, I, do, I get tired of the officiating talk. Aren't you glad you guys don't have refs? Yeah, and man. I mean,
4: refing's a tough gig. You will talk to I've got yeah. it. Oh, man. like, And, and it, that, that game, that fast-paced, when it happens quick, and there is no video replay like the NFL to overturn a pass interference or this and that like the CFL you got to be sharp. And in playoffs, it's escalated so big because so many people are watching. It can dictate some games. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to see them – I mean, I I like to see them put the whistles away a little bit and and less power plays in the playoffs, but it doesn't really seem to be the case. I don't think any games have been decided so far necessarily from playoffs, except throw a little bit of love to the Islanders. That high stick just – That's my point.
0: That was a bad one. Well, I don't – I hate seeing those poor coaches. Lane Lambert, pride of Swift Current Sask former Blade, standing at a podium being asked about balls. What's he supposed to say? Should I feel they, bad for a guy like that.
4: Should they have uh, replay in the NHL? Probably. I mean, they have it in every other sport. They have it in Major League Baseball now. They have it in the NFL. They have it in the CFL. Why don't they have it in hockey? It's a time thing. It slows, slows play down. A lot of judgmental I'm not stuff. sure there's an answer to that. Yeah. I heard, you know. uh, did you watch the Pats uh, of course, I was Great all series. over that. So I was too, but I couldn't not get it here. I don't. It was on access. I was following the Pats' Twitter feed, and I don't know if there's anyone outside of Saskatoon that wasn't cheering for the Pats. Never wanted to see Bedard go on and just put on a clinic the first round. Man, what a last run he had! But I heard there was some controversy, some Massive. some bad bad penalties kind of late in Game Seven, which kind of sucks too. You know, you hate to see that.
0: Well, it was what it was, but he, part of it too. This, this transfers to the NHL. It was uh, in Game Six where the Replays in the rink were inconclusive, so our good friend Tim Tisdale, who's the officiating supervisor, Dub Hero, went down and said to your guy, Ballsy, can we see your TV replay? And it was conclusive on the TV replay. You're not allowed to use that. You got to use what's only in the arena. Ooh. And he got, he had to apologize for making that call, but he wanted to get the call right, and he did. See where you... (sighs) What's the right situation in that?
1: I don't get
4: the answer for that. I'm glad I'm not oh, a ref. Glad no. I'm not a ref.
0: Have, do you? Have you? We got a couple minutes here. In curling, we know that there's rock judgments and stuff, but and there's officiating controversies in
4: curling, but not to that degree. No, 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 hell no. They come out and measure. They come out and mesh, measure a rock and. Yeah, they used to be hog line officials, but that's eliminated. From yeah, the that's sport, gone, so too. The officials are irrelevant in our sports. Aren't you lucky? Stay out of the way. Yeah, we're pretty lucky, indeed. Thirty.
0: Uh, okay, and hey, at 30 seconds, you just heard him say, uh, new arena in Calgary, they're saying an announcement's imminent.
4: Oh, we need you, them so bad. You're oh, like, God. ah! Yeah, of them such a dump. Like, feel bad for the players in there and the city. Like, I go up to Edmonton, obviously, I have a bunch of sponsors up there. My My two teammates are up there and to go up there and see that new arena and then come back here, it's depressing. It's a great city. We need a new arena. Please, God, somebody make it happen. We'll continue next hour. And Mark Stephen will be
0: with us, Voice of the Stamps, live from Ace Casino Airport.
4: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.